Hi, and welcome everyone to the 117th episode of Serum Rocks. Today we have Chris Cognetta from Con... I'm sorry, I forgot to ask you, what's your company called, Chris? Congruent X. Congruent X. Yeah, what it means is people and technology aligned. So we had to look it up when we created the name nice. as well. It's nice. So today we have Chris Con... Chris Cognetta from Con... Conjurant X with us to talk about Microsoft Viva Sales. But first, hello, Heidi, the do not or donut run eater. How are you doing? <laughs> hello, I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing just fine. So you did like the stand in line and eat donut run then? Uh, I, uh, every year I go on vacation with my family, which is my husband, my sister, my brother-in-law, and between us, five kids. And we started every year doing a donut run as part of vacation. So we race to a shop, they make us fresh donuts, we eat them fast, and then we race back. I know where I'm going for my next vacation. <laughs> you earn your donut that way. <laughs> and it's much more fun spelled out because then it's do not run donuts, yeah, well. <laughs> Yeah. So we have a new segment for the listeners here, and it's the What's Your Connection, Heidi? So do we have some news in the connection world for Power Automate? Yeah, I mean, there's new connectors being added every week, sometimes multiple times a week. I'm going to toot our own horn at Reenhance because we released one for WooCommerce. So we were the authors of the connector for WooCommerce. It's all done under the WooCommerce brand. So everything's certified with them, certified with Microsoft. So now you can connect your e-commerce platform with your BC and other ERP platforms that you have and automate a lot of cool. We're really excited about And Heidi, if the listeners want to get hold of us, how do they do that? Oh, we are all over social media. We have a Facebook page you can follow. There's a LinkedIn group you can join. You can tweet us using hashtag SerumRocks or check out our YouTube channel. Right then. And everyone who's listening, you have already heard Chris, but let me formally introduce him. So Chris Cognetta is the Chief Technology and Innovation Officer at Conjurant X. Chris is based in Tampa, Florida, original from New York, growing up in South Florida. Chris is a proven hands-on servant leader with over 25 years of various industry experience across many different technology platforms and architecture. Chris is a 10 times Microsoft Business Solutions 365 MVP. He's also active in community members, Azure and Serum GG Medic founders. Yeah, he's all over the community. A big welcome to Chris Cagnetta. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for the warm intro and uh, glad to be here on Serum Rocks. How are you doing today, Chris? Doing good. Uh, really excited to talk to you guys about Viva and uh, and how you know the modern workplace experience is changing with Microsoft and how that's going to help uh, sellers with Microsoft Dynamics uh, really evolve into the future. You know, we talk a lot about technology um, in solving problems, but like every day we use our phones or our tech, you know, that type of tech. But CRM is like 25 years old worth of tech, right? It still doesn't know some of these things. So these are these are where the world is changing, uh, hopefully for the better for salespeople. And we don't have to hear uh, that they have to keep clicking on buttons is really uh, what this comes down to at the end of the day, right? How to be more effective. 
as a chief technology and innovation officer, what is that to do? Yeah, so, um, well, I started off in many different technologies throughout my career, um, but being a chief technology and innovation officer responsible for basically two hats. Uh, one is all the tech that the business uses to run the business, um, whether that's both customer tech, architecture, uh, Azure capabilities, those kind of things. And then the other is uh, putting on a different hat as a product innovator. So uh, we all love to build, I think, as far as, far as being MVPs and tinker and do things, but being able to take that and build custom IP that your customers can use or you can resell um, is definitely where how you can become uh, from a tech enabled service much better um, from just doing consulting, right? So delivering feature functionalities, uh, we call them ISVs, you know, uh, independent software vendors, uh, all kinds of things like that. But for the most part, um, being able to take some of those pieces, build a vision and deploy them that people can use them uh, to do better or adopt CRM better in this case. We're customers all the time. What's your last memorable customer experience as a customer? As a customer, huh? My, my last memorable experience as a customer. Um, are we talking about technology or any customer? Any customer experience. Any customer. So a uh, bad customer experience um, for my water bill. Um, they had started to add an additional fee because they're processing so much volume that they actually have a generator that's running on gas. So they added a surcharge. So basically your water bill doubled in, in a month. And then upon contacting them, uh, there was no response at all, no details in the system, uh, several emails back and forth until your bill just keeps growing. Um, so really, even a phone call didn't help. So that was a bad customer experience. Uh, they did not answer their Twitter <laughs> or any of the other things. So they're just, you know, falling behind the times. I love this question that Marcus asked all of our guests, and I find it interesting, people that select a bad customer experience, which is what I did too, and uh, those that have good customer experience. I wish I was one of those people that automatically thought about all the good things, but I'm like you, Chris. I was like, oh, here's a really bad one. <laughs> it's, I think, as technologists, right, we see the whole yes. picture, right? We see what's being missed, and that just shows how big the opportunity is for us. You know, it'd be really cool mm -hmm. if you guys put up a metrics of how many said no and how many said yes, right? Because that could really show based on the audience of how much room there is for improvement. But if you're tweeting about someone or you've got bad emails, um, and again, this, ro this rolls right into Viva, right? Being able to contextually look at phone calls or emails and be able to see sentiment analysis, Right. Instead of someone having to be on a headset monitoring the phone calls and saying, was my rep good? Was my rep bad? Did the customer have a problem? You don't know. Um, that would be a great way for you to be able to, you know, await one way that call intelligence can help improve your CRM experience and your overall customer experience. My segways in there's Viva app. Probably most of us have seen Viva. I think it's insights, the me emails that you get every week from just having Exchange Online, I guess. But there's so much more Viva applications. What are there? So first, you have to understand that the Microsoft branding of Viva is modern workplace, right? Um, that's across SharePoint. That's across Office 365. And when it comes to Viva for sales, that's across Dynamics. Um, the ability to use that, uh, those tool sets, and <laughs> I heard your little dog there. So I saw him jump across the bat. Sorry. Yeah, uh, sorry. My daughter's getting off the school bus. No, no worries. No worries. 
Um, but back to, you know, from a modern workplace perspective, it's like we were just talking about being able to take those tools, um, use the things that you use every single day. You already do it on your cell phone and, and use these technologies to alert you. There's many different ways to see that today, um, but we haven't really taken that to help the sales team at all, right? Or the customer experience team or the customer account owners. How are we making their lives easier? Telling them to click a 50 buttons and do this and do that when we already know the answers, that's where they're coming from, from their experience. So the big thing to understand here is Viva means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So when you say what we're specifically talking about is Viva for sales, which is currently in preview for Microsoft Dynamics. Now the features that you just listed sounded awful lot like customer insights. Is this like the new customer insights, the better customer insights, or do they play nice together? I think you have a little bit of both. Um, you have things that have been going on for a long period of time, like customer insights, sales insights, relationships invites, and conversation intelligence, but they've all been done in silos. And unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast because you've got teams internally competing for revenue, right? So, um, and this goes into another point that we talked about early, late, or later in our segment here on, you know, the different apps and, and how it works. But at the end of the day, you have teams that are uh, trying to build modern experiences across these different technologies. And sometimes they may step on each other. And we are definitely seeing that right now. So great question. So with teams, we're talking about development teams within Microsoft mm -hmm. now then. Yeah, product teams, right? Uh, product teams yeah. have a vision. One may be that they're going to use AI and, and focus on cognitive services and, and the different pieces that are there to influence data, wherever that data may be, whether it's a phone call, whether it's text, whether it's emails. They're, they're working on that. Like you mentioned, the email coming out every day saying, hey, did you know or your recap, right? That's one aspect of it. But then you got another team who's in teams who may be looking at phone calls and saying, well, how can I improve on the phone call structure, right? Is that call recording? Is that transcription capabilities, right? Language translations, prompting, uh, all of those things are, are in these different teams. So they go off and build. And then the, again, I'll say because they're so big, it's hard for them to see the vision of these different teams. One team may be in Israel, the other team may be in Seattle. They never even talk to each other, right? Um, so that's something that the beauty about our roles is that we get to play with all of the stacks, right? So we get to see the different pieces. And really, um, one of the things we're doing at Congruent X is our add-on for Viva for Sales, which is called Dialogue Prime, helps accomplish exactly what Heidi's talking about. Bring it all together so that they don't have to click 20 different experiences to get there. That's nice. Nobody likes to click 20 different times to have it all there. So the Viva for Sales, is that also available in Power Platform or are we talking Dynamics only? So uh, really interesting because Microsoft is headed to, so let's just put the, we'll just throw out our dirty laundry right away. A lot of people are using Power Platform licenses instead of paying for Microsoft Dynamics licenses the answer is because it's cheaper, right? Um, the answer is is because you can create some of the experience you want in Power Platform, and Power Platform's a hell of a tool. A lot of the new people that are coming on board don't know Dynamics. They're coming from uh, PowerPoint, and they're coming from SharePoint. Um, they're coming from different places, Excel, right? Um, and they're not, they don't have any understanding of Dynamics, but for the older people in the room, we know that Power Platform was born from 
dynamics. More experienced. More experienced. More experienced. So we know it's been, you know, it came up from that, right? So what's mm -hmm. happened almost is that power platform sales are through the roof, right? But dynamic sales are still stagnant. And what's what what I'm hearing is that we're going to see more offerings like Viva for sales that will be a part of Dynamics 365 for sales. They will not be available as a part of Power Platform. You will be able to add them on as an additional license. So now, let's say you're $20 a month plus your $8 for Viva sales, now you're 28. So the idea is to continue to build on the Dynamics 365 experience so that there's value for those clients there versus others saying, well, you can just rebuild it in Power Platform. So that's what so, that's where we're headed now. We're kind of going to go the whole other way. So is this, I, I'm sorry, I should know more about this than I do, but is the Viva for Sales included in the Dynamics for Sales license then, or will it be once it's available? So uh, that is the plan. Um, that is also, you know, this is preview software. Um, sure. And all of the conversations that have been out on the web and stuff are about that scenario. So nothing under NDA, none of that. This is all, you know, public type of information and where that's what they're thinking, right? Um, it will be a part of the Dynamics license or there'll be the ability to get a different license as well. What they are, how it's going to work, we don't know yet. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. I'd love to see them add this on to like the base license. So it's, we have some customers that are using just Dynamics for sales and they don't want to move up to those higher tiers, but it'd be great to give them something cool like this instead of making them pay a premium. Yeah. And you know, the premium, you have the forecasting, all the customer insights tools, all of that. So yep. it starts to give you a taste of that. And for people like ourselves, it allows people to start to see how I can use these other technologies to solve some of the problems that I have, right? Uh, like mm -hmm. customer experience. But it sounds like we have to have a CRM system behind Viva Sales. So it doesn't really live by itself. So I tried it and it sort of starts with, okay, where do I want to connect? Is that correct? Yeah. And, and here's the best part. Uh, and, and, you know, people are like, well, what do you mean by the best part? And let me prefix that by saying that I think it's a really cool step forward, right? Um, they, you mentioned the word CRM. It's not just Dynamics. It's also for Salesforce. And maybe in the future, it could be NetSuite too. So what they're saying, what, what Microsoft is envisioning is the fact that Office is the number one productivity tool in the world. There's many customers who have Office that do not have Dynamics. They have Salesforce, NetSuite, yes. Oracle, all of that. Why should their systems not be able to talk to their CRM? So by adding these pieces into Outlook and into Teams, it allows those companies to have that modern integrated experience from both Outlook and Teams with their own CRM version, which is great. Um, I think it opens up the opportunities for both those customers to leverage the modern experience, but also then to start saying, well, what is Power Platform? What is Power BI? What are these tools? Because they already have Office, right? So it starts to open the door of things that they're able to use and consume as well and not saying, well, wait a second, I need you to shift everything off that platform to do it. And I really think that's the messaging. That's for me, uh, it comes from Satya, right? When he first came on board, he said, hey, give office to all the iPhones, right? Let's let we, we don't want to stop it anymore. And, and I think that continues to go to how we grow both with our connectors, like we talked about Power Automate and how all these new connectors, they're for all kinds of services. It's not just dynamic, right? 
It's not just Microsoft stack. There's LAMP stack, there's Oracle, um, and, and like yourselves, you guys built one for something that's completely different. So the ability to do it and to be in that open platform is really what these tools are starting to show everybody. Um, and a lot of people are starting to see the vision, but it's going to take a little longer to get up to, into that and start to see how it comes together. Um, I'm excited to say that it's, I know that it works and it's here because we use it every day. How far that goes and how we can pull that experience together for everybody is going to be really cool. Do you think that Steve Mordu and his rapid start CRM has been doing a little bit too well under the Power Platform license? And now they sort of feel like, well, we have to offer some more now. Well, he's a good friend of mine and I cannot throw him under the bus uh, for licensing. But I will say that, again, he's not doing anything wrong, right? The platform was, you can design and make whatever you want to run on it at a cheaper license. And it's been very successful. The difference, I think what you're seeing is these features are not going to be available at that initial cost. It's going to be an additional cost. And the more new innovative things that come to Dynamics will not come, may not come to Power Platform, right? So there's, there's, there's a scenario there where you have to add value, I think, as you said, Heidi, to that license, right? The people that are out there wanting to see the changes uh, and wanting to see that. So I'll say that nothing's wrong because it's totally okay right now. And I'm, I'm also saying that I don't think Microsoft's going to say you can't do that either. They're going to say, here's a compelling reason to have the suite. From my perspective, when you look at all the integration of all the other tools, they're all related to out-of-the-box contact, account, opportunity. When you start, you can build those and have your own entities, but your own entity of opportunity is not the dynamics entity of opportunity, right? So those tools no longer integrate. So now you kind of created a hodgepodge where you're going to have people who are going to go beyond Power Platform, see that, go to a conference or see a video and say, I want that. And they're going to say, you can't have that. So yeah. So that, that's, I think it's an interesting dynamic that, that you raised. Yeah, we have, a, we have a question from a viewer. Debbie just popped in. Hi, Debbie, thanks for joining us. And she's wondering, how does this compare to the app for Outlook? Great question. That is an awesome question. And Debbie, thank you for joining us today. Um, so actually right now, uh, and this goes back to my conversation earlier on the fact that some of the teams have competing functionality. So the Dynamics 365 app that we know that's in Outlook has the capability uh, of tracking and looking up CRM records, um, that capability we've all been using uh, there. So how is the Viva app different than that? The first way is, is as you start typing automatically, Viva knows that that email address and that contact is inside your CRM system. So you're not having to press track. It's automatically doing that. Um, the second thing it does is it then brings the information right up inside the panel versus you having to go click to get it. So if I notice that Chris Cognet is my customer, uh, I'm able to then see that information and I can see a panel of not only my contact information and emails, but also opportunities and account information. And I have not left here. I have not left Outlook. Um, so I think in the future, we may see these merge together because um, again, the Viva experience may take on what the Dynamics experience is. And we were having a conversation about this ourselves in the fact that what is modern workplace? Modern workplace is the fact that using AI, I already know this as a customer, 
I don't need the press track anymore. I already know they're there. Why do I want to track it? Now, some people will argue that tracking is for specific pieces of conversations that I want, right? So how does it know which one? So you kind of, you got a balance of different ways. And I'm hoping that the complete solution will allow you to kind of tweak which way you want it to have happen, right? But the ability to see that, note it, um, look it up instantly without having to do anything is what salespeople are asking for, right? Um, it's great that you can give me a link, but now I'm clicking, now I'm in Dynamics, now I'm trying to fill out, I'm looking at opportunities, I can already see that, and I didn't click anything, just typed in the name. So that's one aspect of it. The other is on Teams. So if you work together like we do in our organization, we're using Teams a lot to communicate with each other, right? If I want to tell Heidi, hey, I'm working on this client, or I got this opportunity just came in, I need you to take a look at it, whatever, I'm going to go off into my email, and I'm going to do that, right? But in, in the real world, I'm usually talking to Heidi on, on Teams, and I don't want to have the two conversations. So in Teams, there's actually another button inside of Teams that allows me to bring up Viva for Sales. And I can type in the customer information, and it goes and searches your CRM, again, Salesforce or CRM, and it pops up an adaptive card that I can then send to Heidi, which gives her all the information she wants. And that could be a team. That could be a channel. Um, it could do a lot of things. So, and those, and that's just the start of those adaptive cards and, and what's happening there. And I know we can't really share our screens here, um, but I do have some links we can share out after that go through the video that you guys could watch um, that show the whole entire Viva for Sales process uh, inside of Outlook and inside of Team. Now we can add it to the show notes. Everyone can find it who's listening to the audio or or seeing it afterwards. Perfect. So, yeah. So, so if you think about the three areas that most people are working on, they're working in Outlook, they're working in Teams. There's one other place they're working on. I'll give you guys a guess. We used to put quarters in it. Yeah, CRM. Telephone, right? Oh, okay, your phone. Phone. Yeah, of course, no one. I didn't have a CRM that I put quarters in. You're really going old school now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but honestly, what's happening here is that that intelligence is being spread across all of those things. So now uh, we mentioned the use case of a bad customer experience. Being able to see the call and all the detail of the call summary is something that you now natively get with the Viva experience. So a call that I make in Teams, for instance, this meeting, I would see all three of the participants. I would see the complete transcription of the call, as well as the MP4 of the call that I can watch and play back certain pieces of the call, along with sentiment analysis of the call. Just gonna ask you. Yeah. Right. So I can see the I can see where the call may have gone bad, the call may have gone good, right? I can see that. I can be alerted to that. It also does interesting things, like it pulls out keywords. So it pulls out product names, competitors, things that I may want to cue in on and look at in my calls to say. You know, my top salesperson has these keywords and my other salespeople have, are not using those words. Why not? Um, if you've ever tried to sell an offering and say, tell, sales team comes in on Monday morning and says, we're selling this connector. I want everybody to know what it is. On every phone call, we want you to mention it, all of that. How would you know that happened? You wouldn't. But now you can actually see that and take action on that actually happening. Um, it's actually smart enough to say, if I say something like, um, 
I would like to send you a document on top of the email I'm gonna get a response back that shows you said that you were gonna do X in the action so it's actually reminding me what I was supposed to do on a call so if you add so now we have your phone call you got your email pieces and outlook and you got your teams tracking at very high levels but starting to come together right think about with all of that intelligence and the rest of the platform that we haven't even talked about yet, like Power BI and Power Platform and Power Automate, what else could we do with it, right? As a salesperson, I need a follow-up reminder. You know how you get a follow-up reminder today in CRM? You create a task. What if Viva created the task automatically, Yeah. right? They knew at the end of the day, hey, you promised you were going to send this document to Chris. So now you it helps you not forget, uh, similar to the way the email is. So that is how that experience is definitely changing and how Viva is starting to tackle it. Um, and we're doing a lot at Congruent X both with Viva and our add-on for Viva, which is called Dialogue Prime. And, and Dialogue Prime is taking another step into not only the things I'm tracking, but let's look at the relationship now, right? How is that relationship happening between you? Are the words of the relationship, the elements of a relationship, and one of the guys on our team, his name, his name is J.C. Quintera. He's actually written a book on customer relationships and the seven habits, which is on Amazon right now. But that book and the details of that book are what we're putting in Dialogue Prime so that I can look at those conversations and be able to tell you, based on where I rate in the conversation as an organization, where I need to improve myself, and what am I doing really good at. So I may be really good in sales, but really poor in customer service, you're gonna see that by monitoring those relationships and be able to then take actions to say, well, you just gotta, think about a salesperson. They just had a 45 minute call. 45 minutes into the phone call, they still haven't mentioned what's the budget, right? That's only one thing, and here's the best part. You're able to tune it and do the things that you wanted to have add to it, right? So it's not just what we think or what Viva for Sales is gonna bring, it's more of what are we going to look at to say that this differentiates our sales process and how do I monitor it so that I can ensure that all customers get the same level of support, but also push it back to the salesperson saying, you, on this call, you were a 73 rate, a rate of 73. Here's what you could do to be better, right? Even a competition. Yeah. Remember the competitions we used to have? Gamification back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> so having competition between where you've been ranked is another one. So you can see that the concepts of old using the new modern technologies make these things easier to achieve and automatically happen. If you wanted to do this today, let's say you guys have all heard of call centers, right? Well, they actually have someone that has a headset that listens in. You ever hear the recording? This call may be recorded for coaching purposes. Yeah. That's because the administrators on the phone listening into calls to make sure that those calls are going smoothly and that the words and the, the customer experience is up to date. What if that's automatic right now? What else could they do? Oh, you're putting all those supervisor out job. No, just right? You never do so that. I, I have a question yeah, yeah, for sure. you because hearing you describe a little bit more about Viva for sales, I, I think you're right. Different departments of Microsoft might be cannibalizing business from each other. So my question is specifically around the current release notes out for Power Platform, which has all of those things, the sentiment analysis, the conversation intelligence. 
It's almost like you can either have it through Viva for sales with Dynamics or with all of the new features that are rolling out already in Power Platform. Do you I'll think they're going to yeah. both offer the same thing? or So there are different flavors for sure. Okay. Um, the Viva one and what it does today with its, with its it, I'm going to say, let's call it the basic functionality, right? It gets you in there. It does the automation. It does the tracking. And it gives you some call summaries, right? If you look at Seller Insights as a part of Sales Insights and the details it does with its conversationality, that takes it to another level. The ability to add custom trackers and keywords. And I do believe that those will come together eventually. Right. Mm -hmm. To say this has now enhanced the service. But to your point, why can't I take all those things and build that service today? And that's what Dialogue Prime is. We're bringing those things together <laughs> um, with both Azure and Cognitive AI and, and also our own things. But with the ability to allow you to tune them to add in your own conditions and capabilities, which is, again, think about branding. Right. How important is branding to a company that's selling items about their brands, knowing that they're mentioning their branding, seeing that across their channels, both emails, conversation intelligence, even mm -hmm. on the phone calls, knowing that that's happening and being able to see all that stuff. These are the things that marketing has been dreaming for years. Give us the feedback, right? It's not just mouse yeah. click. Real-time feedback so we can interact. So I just saw we have a couple questions from Debbie too. Sorry, awesome. Debbie. It's on like the bottom of my screen. So two questions. One, which I think was a bit ago, is Viva for Sales another panel like the app for Outlook? Viva for Sales. So I would say it's more like the Dynamics app for Outlook. You've got your navigation there. It will pop up on the right side as a panel, correct? Cool. Her other question is, those transcripts, are they visible by the organization or just the salesperson? Which is a good security question around people. It is. Um, and again, since we're leveraging technologies we already have, it's the same as a Teams call. If you're on the Teams call with me, you can see those call transcripts. If you're not, you don't have access. I can share them with you. I can share the call with you and provide that information to you. But again, this is where I think some of it's disconnected. Sales is living inside of CRM or we're trying to push them to stay in Outlook to see their data, right? But now I'm asking them to go over to Teams to go get the call transcript. So there's still some pieces of that that are not connected today. And I think the vision in the future will bring some of that together. But it's, it's, it's again, it's based on the different teams and what they're going to offer. The cool part about it is we got this toolkit called Power Platform that allows us to do all that anyway. Right? right. So by bringing those things yeah. together will help give you that experience. But at the end of the day, the same security capabilities inside of Teams, as far as seeing those recordings and those transcripts are related to the people who have joined the meeting. Good question. Very good. I see Debbie's really into this. Yeah. So for me, who's not a native English speaker, this is just a preview, right? And so it's just English for now for the conversation intelligence part. From what I see today, it's English for now. Um, they do yeah. talk about the ability to have different translations, right? So we already know that the insights tools can do some of those translations. We've already seen that. Um, but it's really, you know, when I play with these things, I get to see some of the responses as well. So like we use a title called Get CRM Right. That comes out in the text as get 
C S E E R M right. <laughs> so you're going to have that as well. That and that stuff is going to continue to improve as these AI models get stronger and stronger, but it takes us consuming them to get Microsoft on the bandwagon. And I think Heidi, that's back to your original point. These technologies have been out there for 3 or 4 years now. Why is it not used? And the answer is is because it hasn't been packaged up as a solution that can be easily deployed and that's what Viva's starting to do. Yeah, I was thinking about that thing about us as well because the conversation intelligence as you said has been part of that sort of is it a premium license or something in dynamic sales and it's been quite difficult to sell and perhaps to set up. So it's too much work, but it's the payoffs has been really good as all of these things we now talked about, they are sort of there, but now it's like we move them perhaps further down the skew. So it's perhaps cheaper to buy them for enterprise dynamic sales enterprise as well, but it's really easy to set up. It's like click, click and you're off running. So Including yeah, like I like that a lot. Azure storage or other pieces that they have there so you can keep your cost down uh, in Dynamics as well. There's a lot of little things like that that you can tweak and configure. I think the story will become even more compelling, right? Um, I'm hearing stories of possibility of a different seller experience coming. I've heard several keynote speakers talk about that, right? Could it be the fully branded total Viva experience that you press a button, it's deployed, everything's configured? It's possible. Right. I don't know. I haven't heard it anywhere other than, you know, podcasts and Twitter, those kind of things. But um, I, I think that if whoever gets there is going to change how we our customers not only experience it from us being customers, but also the team members that are working on customers. What are you able to tell them? Think about cross selling. Right. Um, you go to a website today and you go to Amazon and you buy a, a camera and it says the person that bought this camera already bought these batteries, yeah. right? Well, what if you can say to your salesperson when they're in the system that, hey, the last customer that bought 25 units of this product also needed 25 units of that product. And now you've just increased your sales and you've also increased your customer experience because they're not going to call back and go, I can't use it. You forgot the other piece, right? So those are some of the things that are also going to be able to happen through, through the listening. And I think, uh, Heidi, you mentioned about uh, real time. And it has been, so this is happening post call, right? So calls happen, then they get rated and all the words come out and then you get to use them. But what if that becomes real time that you could do real time coaching and said, Hey, you've been on this call for 40 minutes, but you haven't said X, then what would you do with it? What could you say? Yeah. Right. You know, you haven't, you've been talking about this opportunity that you're going to close. You haven't mentioned close date. You haven't mentioned what quarter you haven't, you know, you haven't called them in two months. I mean, there's all kinds of things. And if you think about all the APIs we have, whether it's an office or power platform or that, we know the data. It's just that you have to build it and connect it today. How far can that experience go in the future is I think what's left up to us and Microsoft to deliver that first class experience. So yeah. Debbie popped in with another question. Mine. We got to send Debbie a gift card. Debbie, you're doing great here. Where are the transcripts stored? So uh, the transcripts are stored as a part of the team meeting today in the, in the current release. Um, the other software 
that uh, we talked about, like customer insights that also has call intelligence, is storing that with the ability to store it in Azure Blob as well. I expect those to come together at some point in time. But for right now, um, it would be uh, it's no different than your Teams meeting where you get your MP4 and your transcript. It would be right there in the call summary. More evidence of Teams. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Teams is becoming the new OS. And the videos that we're going to share after, the links to the videos, we'll show screenshots of all of that, all the different pieces. And I just walk you through um, Viva for Sale. So we'll be happy to share that with everybody. Sounds like a, a wrap. So if I'm interested and heard Viva Sales for the first time in this call, what do I do, Chris? So you can go right out and get a part of the preview. Okay. Um, you'll need to be an administrator to do the installation. There's some things you have to set up and click on, but we can, we can provide the link in the window as well. Uh, or you can reach out to a partner like ourselves to help you uh, deploy it as well. Um, but most of it is an experience that can be easily deployed with the existing tools that you have. You're not writing anything to deliver it. Uh, it's, 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 it if you deploy the Outlook client, you can deploy um, the Viva client for sales and Outlook. And the Teams client is very similar where if you added an app to Teams, it's the same thing. The only administrator change that I had to work on was the ability to turn on transcripts all the time and the ability to uh, record the call. So a lot of people may not want their call recorded or transcripts created. So we wanted to give the option to turn it on or off versus it being on all the time, right? So you got multiple flags that you can set to work out. Um, but it's like joining another call, Teams meeting today, and it says calls being recorded, right? You're going to see it either yeah. way. If any of the audience is listening to hear more about you, do you have any public speaking scheduled? I do. Uh, I'm going to be at the Community Summit or North America Summit, uh, which is in October, the week of the 10th, I believe it is. Um, I'll be both on a panel for Dynamics Migration to the Cloud, uh, as well as a business panel on how do you take this technology, like all the signs that we're talking about, where is it headed? So there's a technology uh, panel. And then uh, I'm going to be doing Power Apps in the real world, um, which is a thing I do on Power Apps and talk about things like this, but show them. And then hopefully by the end of that class, people get uh, motivated to build some apps, which I've gotten lots of emails and Twitter and things from people who come home and build apps on the weekend, on the plane. Um, it's really exciting, these tools. I, I don't think, you know, we're, we're, we're just touching the surface right now of what's possible. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you that we have them deployed for large customers, small customers. They are solving all kinds of problems. Um, and these tools are just like that. Uh, magic, magic tools, right? They, 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 they help user adoption and all those kind of things. I like the magic tools. I'll be at Summit too, so I'll see you there. Right. Marcus, are you coming to Summit? Probably not. It's no. in Orlando. It's in Orlando. So uh, I will <laughs> have Airbnb. a... a, a, a <laughs> yeah, I, I can probably live in the Airbnb for that time. Well, Heidi and I uh, will make sure we like... toast you a drink, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of the content, I believe, is also going to be uh, on webinars as well after. So you'll be able to play back. Some of those things, I'm sure Heidi, myself, Marcus will be able to, will be posting and talking about the new releases. Uh, obviously, the Power Platform Conference is in September. Uh, I think it's two weeks away. So I expect a whole bunch of news out of that as well. 
um, including more Viva announcements. Yeah, I noticed that the Viva wasn't part of the release frame notes plan, uh, so that's curious. But uh, your session sounds a lot like the app in the day, but really shorter. So yeah, good it's things. it's like thirty apps in thirty minutes kind of thing, right? It's like <laughs> show you our, you know, the big thing is is just ex some people have never even experienced the builder, and for those of you on the call yeah. that have it, you can go to make.powerapps.com. You can go click on an Excel file, a SharePoint file, whatever. Just press the button. And it'll create an app for you. And people are like, there's no way. And I'm like, yes, it exists. Yeah. Um, and list that you have that you're updating and keeping in SharePoint, you can now have an app on your mobile device that anybody in your organization have access to with a click of a button. It's amazing what some of the people come up with after a few days of working in that. And by the way, this is all part of the low-code, no-code strategy, right? These are not developers. These are people who build PowerPoints, people who do Excel, right? People who are doing SharePoint, they're not writing code. And I think as we continue to go down this GoTo's connector strategy and where we're headed, uh, especially with tools like this, it'll be easier and easier to use that functionality without writing code. There'll always be time to build those unique experiences with code, right? So developers aren't going away. Don't any developers on this phone call, don't get scared. There'll always be something for you to build a connector, uh, but you're going to be able to focus on the core business logic that we want you to do, not the 85% of what runs the business. That should already be done. At least that's my viewpoint. Yeah. I'm a developer and I say that same thing also. So, yeah. Who would you recommend as a future guest on this podcast? So, uh, lot, it, it, so if we get a lot of feedback from Sierra uh, about Viva and you want to do more about relationship intelligence, we certainly can invite uh, JC Quintana um, from Congruinex as well. Uh, he can talk about, you know, maybe d drill deeper into Dialogue Prime, talk more about how we're using the relationship model. That may be one thing. Um, Chuck Ingram, our CEO, is always a good one, right, um, to talk about the State of the Union for CRM. What does he see changing? What does he see the future is? You know, um, I think that would also be good. Um, and then obviously I can't go without saying, you know, my fellow MVPs, right? There's there's many of us out there um, trying to get audience, trying to help the community, not only following them on Twitter, but being a part of these podcasts. And again, from me to you guys, just want to thank you for having me on um, and being able to do that and share uh, the experience with everybody as well. Yeah. Thank you. And then, of course, we have links to your homepage, Congruent X, and we will be sure to add that if it's difficult for people to spell it. And then a direct link to Dialogue Prime. I'll also get you the Viva preview link as well so that people yeah. can click and use it as well. Yeah, sure. And if you have a question, you know, feel free to, you know, tweet out uh, at Ccognetta. Um, or, you know, send me an email, you can find it online. Um, and I'll be more than glad to uh, help answer and help steer you in the right connection. Not free consulting, but guidance, mentoring and guidance. Heidi, if the listeners want to find us then, where can they find us? Yes, um, you can come join our LinkedIn group, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is still very new and we'd love to have you over there. You can tweet us with hashtag CRM rocks. And 
Yeah, I think that was it. Oh, Facebook. Facebook page. Oldhorn.fm slash CRM dash rocks. And you can subscribe there and you will get notified once we plan the next episode as well then. Hopefully That's cool. this goes well. Then you can well. be like Debbie and ask your questions. Yes, thanks yeah. again to Debbie. She uh, definitely brought up some great points. And again, the more you see it, the more you start to use it, the more you start to think about what is possible and how can I use this tech to really change some of the problems that we have. It's a really amazing tool. Thanks, Chris Cagnetta. And thanks to you who are listening. Uh, audience makes the show, right? See you all next time on CM Rocks.